Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 344. 344, and it is the last episode of this year. Indeed it is. 2023 has been a great year. I know Eric and I are both putting together our lists. Uh, Hopefully we'll get those put out in January, and you can tune in. I'll throw mine over on Punkanoi Worldwide. We'll get Eric's posted over here on the Punkcast. Mm -hmm. be some bonus episodes, so... Be on the lookout if you care what we think uh, was the best, or maybe you just want to listen to see if there's something you might have missed out on, you should do so. Yep. Or if your band is featured, maybe you want to say, hey, we actually did something cool. Cool. All right. Well, we're going to get into this one. Uh, As we alluded to on the last one, a lot of new tracks, a lot of stuff shared with us, just a lot. So we got to get right into it. So I'm going to start on December. Looks like the... I'll go... One real quick one on the 16th. Uh, Evil Conduct put out that 10 tracks, no bullshit. I talked about it on the last one, but uh, just so you know, it came out. Uh, the one IL62, or I think that is Polish label, Nick Nick Nivai, NNNW. Uh, that's where that is released on, and that release is called Apu Zashami. Babylon, I think. So. Apu Sashimi Babylon? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, you can go check that one out. Uh, so it's cool. They put out a lot of cool hardcore stuff over on that label. Then on the 19th, Long Shot Odds put out Torn, Tattered, and Screwed. It's a single and it's a re recorded version. We'll talk more about that later in the show as we're going to play it. Dog Eared released Hygiene, which is a single. Battle Flask put out another single leading up to their LP called Gas Hole. Still another chance, Eric uh, alluded to this, we're recording a couple uh, ahead of time as the week of the holiday in between Christmas and New Year's was going to be a busy week for us to coordinate. So hopefully getting Battle Flask on the next one, first episode of the new year. Mr. Irish Bastard on the 20th put out The Parting Glass. Detrition on Little Willie Records put out Naive, which is a single on the 20th. Flirting with Disaster put out Find a Way on the 21st. Chrome put out Blue Exposure on the 22nd. No Shelter and uh, Munchenstaub put out a split on Lower Class Kids Records on the 22nd. Angel Face putting out self-titled Angel Face on the 22nd. The Caveman putting out, uh, and that Angel Face release is out on Slovenly Records, by the way. The Caveman releasing Cash for Scrap, which is an LP. And then on the 22nd, uh, it looks like Metric Fuckton finally, or final release anyway, of that day. Though I have at the moment, I Told You, which is a single. Noise, Dead Rabbits, Concrete Elite Split with Ultra Razia, The Mormons, They Watch EP, and Broken Bomb Split with Chaos Society called Kaolition. All of those could be coming out. Uh, as you heard on the last episode, I didn't have release dates as of the recording of this, but they could be coming out sometime soon. On the first, Long Way to Go is releasing three. That's Roman numeral three, which is an EP on DIY Koto Records. Haywire will be releasing Conditioned for Demolition on Days on the third. Skinflicks, really looking forward to this one. Let's have it. I've pre-ordered it. Yeah, that one's coming out on the fifth. That Battle Flask, uh, six new EP I don't have the title of it as of when we recorded, but it should be coming out somewhere early January, I believe. 
And that is all I've got through now because we're recording this a little earlier than normal. So when yeah. we do our first release of our first episode of the new year, I'm sure we'll have a lot of backlog to go through that I'll have added in the last week or so. And it'll be two weeks in between the recordings of those two episodes. So that's all I've got. Eric, anything you want to add? Yeah, I got a, just a little bit. On the 18th, um, uh, my friend Connor, who is the singer and guitarist of Sacrilegion, released his solo, uh, uh, solo debut, Massacrist, Grime Code 666. Nice. That's 666 in Roman numerals. <laughs> uh, last episode, we had to kind of uh, decipher that. But now, right. I, now we know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, coming up in the next, uh, in the next year on the 5th, the one I'm most excited for, Cancer Christ, God is Violence. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I mean, I've spoken volumes about God Hates Cops and Bring Back the Guillotine, and they have a whole album based around those singles. Okay. Fucking give it to me. I'm excited. <laughs> excited as fuck. And then on the sixth, Alkaline Trios releasing Blood, Hair, and Eyeballs. The, yeah, the longer way to follow up to is this thing cursed which I think was uh, 2017 that was released. Okay, yeah, that seems about right. Yeah, 2017, 2024. It's about time Alkaline came back with a new one. And yeah, the two singles, I plugged one of them on this uh, show. It was the, uh, not the not the title track. It was something, the other one. You know what I'm talking Can about. Can we call them Alkaline 3 Alkaline 3-0. <laughs> sure, why the hell not? <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I like the two songs that they uh, put out. The title track, the music video for that one, check that out. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to, yeah. Needless to say, I want to check out the rest of that record, and I got to check them out live when they come through, which will be, God, when is that, in March? Awesome, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what you said previously. Yeah. Yep, March 21st. All right, so I got to see him at least once. Anyway, that's all I got for the uh, new releases to plug, or the new releases that are coming up. For the new releases that are just out, we're going to start it right now. Right. What do you got? I got one of the new songs from, well, one of the songs from the new album, I should say, from Territories, our friends from the North. We've talked about them so many times on this show, but hey, as long as they continue to be good, we're going to continue to give them to give notice. Right. Uh, the last most recent time I talked about them was on episode uh, 335, talking about their superhero single, which was, uh, yeah, which was promoting their new album, Colder Now. And this is their first record in five years, and they've been uh, they've been continuing what they do best with this melodic punk rock with sing song choruses, and yeah, not much uh, not much different on this record. That doesn't mean it's uh, not good. It is good. I like it a lot. But one stood out above the rest, and that was Hometown Calling. That was uh, had such a skate punk vibe to it, with every instrument shining through in different increments of the song, and they even have a chant at the end. Right? It's it's a lot of fun. It's a great track. Yeah, it's a damn great track. I woke up early one day and was like, you know what? I got an hour before I have to uh, leave for work. Maybe I should just uh, do some punk cast stuff. So I put on the Territories album, listened to the whole thing. I'm like, okay, I choose this one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it was. I, w I was awake. I wasn't listening to it in a total fucking stupor. So, <laughs> so yeah, Territories, home Hometown Calling. Let's have some fun, folks. <clears throat> Ha 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 
see where i was like in the scope of that whole album i was like yeah that's the one <laughs> sometimes you just know <laughs> right the rest of the album is good I, yeah i recommend checking out the whole thing but uh just keep your eyes uh well rather your ears open for the ones that stand out above the rest because they're the special ones <laughs> absolutely well, we're going to move west. We're going to stay in Canada. A lot of great stuff shared, uh, like I said, numerous times. Last episode, this episode. Going to get to a bunch of it on this episode. And we're going to move west in Canada from Calgary to Vancouver for the band Media Slaves. Bit of a different sound, but a band we've played several times before as the band always shares their stuff with us. We love it. Love this band. Uh, thank you to Johnny. Just sent this. Uh, it's called... It's been a few weeks, unfortunately, like I said, trying to get caught up on all the stuff, so we are getting to it now. Consume the Consumers EP was released on December 1st. Thank you again, Johnny, for always sharing your stuff. Uh, next time, hopefully, I'm caught up and I get it out that week as you're sharing it right when it comes out. So a uh, little bit behind, but we're getting to it. Here goes. We're going to do the title track from uh, the band. It's Consume the Consumers. So here we go with some new Media Slaves.
you go. Damn, that was heavy. <laughs> right? <laughs> they kill it. Uh, great band. Always cool stuff that they're, you know, impactful stuff that they're singing about. But also awesome sound that they're doing it in. Uh, very heavy there with that one. Those guys are great. Check out Media Slaves from Van- Vancouver. It sort of sounds like a heavier snap case. Oh, nice. Because they got those weird uh, stringy uh, uh, guitar patterns. Um, and the vocals, yeah, the vocalist sounds uh, pretty close to uh, Snapcase's vocalist. can't remember the guy's name, but it, it sounds pretty close. But the music, Snapcase isn't so chuggy as they were. They don't have like a huge bass backdrop, at right. least not as thunderous as these guys were. Oh, man, middle of that song, that bass was thundering too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's great stuff, Media Slaves. Uh, thank you again. Uh, thank you, Johnny, for sending it to us. Next up, another band sharing music with us as they do. It's Worker and Parasite. I love reading the shit that these guys send because they do, they have such a cool concept going on. And I, I love it. it. Worker and Parasite put out a new track. It's called Deunionize. We're going to listen to that here in a moment. They put it on Demos 3, which is a compilation that's put out by uh, Critter Records there in Melbourne, where, which is where the band's from. It came out on the 15th. And the band actually sent it to me the day before that was released. Uh, the email came from the subcommittee chair on December 14th. So thank you, subcommittee chair. I appreciate it. And uh, a quote that I want to read through there because, again, it's just, I-, I love it. It says, Comrade Dustin is advised that this message is a prototype, a.k.a. demo, scheduled for formal construction and proliferation at a later date. So... Uh, you can just say, you know, you can go order the cassette that came out through Critter Records uh, over at critterrecords.bandcamp.com. You can check it out. A bunch of other bands, other, obviously, demos, as it were, and it's Demos 3 that came out on the 23rd. Worker and Parasite, we're going to check out theirs that came out. Again, I told you it was called Deunionize, so uh, I love the sound. These guys are great. I hope to get to see them one day. As of right now, most of their shows are... Uh, in Australia, but maybe they'll come here one day, or maybe I'll get there either way, or maybe I'll be, maybe it'll be both. But uh, you know, punk rock bowling, bring these guys out. Uh, I, yeah. I think they're awesome, and uh, we'll get to that track now. So here's Deunionize.
It's just unique too. <laughs> They're so fucking strange. <laughs> it's like a it's like if Devo met the toy dolls. Right. That's just really bizarre. And I I'm loving it. I'm, I'm I loving too. it. I have too. It's pretty amazing. Uh worker and parasite, always looking for it. Every time I see one of their emails come through or a message over on one of the social medias. It's one of those things I look forward to reading. It's fantastic. Yeah, like, what the fuck are they going to do now? <laughs> and on the emails, like, sweet, they've got something new. I'm excited to check it out. Eric, we're going to play some older, lesser-known stuff. Uh, what do you got? Well, what have I got? I got a little band called Absent, and that is exactly but they're what they present. are now. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> but they're present on this show. Yes, they're present they're about on to this be. show. But in real life, they have lived up to their namesake. <laughs> Yeah, Absent is a uh, is a band in Salt Lake. Uh, well, they were based out of Salt Lake. They're a hardcore band formed by my friends uh, Dia Jokas, Martin Theason, and Hunter Franks. All three of which I don't see very much of anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they did, yeah, they did have a pretty uh, a lasting impact on some folks, especially with this uh, band. Absent was uh, they were a band that wrote hardcore music that was mixed with the likes of death metal, thrash, and even black metal in some degrees. 
It was, and there, uh, excuse, excuse me, after a demo, within uh, mere months of their conception, they wrote and recorded their first official EP, Intrusive Thoughts. And it is testament to the band's urgency to just go, 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 which is <laughs> negatively connotated with the assumption that if uh, uh, when music is rushed, then the quality will be mediocre. But it's quite the contrary with this EP. They are all in the fucking pocket with the gauntlet of cacophonous guitars, <laughs> caustic vocals, and grim lyrics molded in a murky exterior shell. <laughs> Songs like uh, Bliss and Goodbye, Brutality Rules the Day, where chugging is king, and the lyrics depict passages of self-reflection and existentialism and grief. Earthly, ba- Earthly Bond gets up and running before submitting to the inevitable beatdown, <laughs> and the lyrics delving into the invasive thoughts of anxiety. Dimmed Love eases its way in with before hammering away, while the lyrics, as the title would suggest, describe an array of self-loathing and regret. Nice. Yeah, this... This is nice. <laughs> a band called Absent with an album called Intrusive Thoughts? Yeah, what could what else could be expected? <laughs> well, how about the song Self-Immolation? Okay, all right. This is this is getting a little too brutal, but continue. <laughs> it just comes right out of the gate with these one, two, three, four beats with uh, late with Dia's lyrics matching the rhythm. When will I slip, give, into fate. Nothing to lose, self-immolate. <laughs> the four-beat four chugs trudge along, broken only by chromatic riffs, crawling chromatic riffs at those. those <laughs> and it grooves, it hammers, it allows for the guitar leads to breathe, and it allows uh, for some quieter parts to uh, build intensity. And the lyrics are all about holding back violent tendencies. But the cracks in the dam are starting to spread a little wider. <laughs> it's a hardcore song. Come on. It's about, it's about to get fucking violent at some point. <laughs> so, yeah, here's self-immolation from uh, Absence Soul EP Intrusive Thoughts.
Oh, uh, yeah, that's just uh, one-fifth of that EP. <laughs> yeah, definitely check out the, the rest of it. It's on their Bandcamp. It's on the Spotify and YouTube and the you know all the fucking uh, s- streaming sites. It doesn't take long for the CP to come out, bear its soul, leave its mark in the process, and <laughs> that won't soon be forgotten. Uh, remembered by very few. I am one of those few. <laughs> and uh, Ed, yeah, fucking Hunter, Martin, Dia, wherever the fuck you guys are. Well, Hunter and Martin I run into every uh, once in a while, but uh, Dia I have not seen for about five years. I don't know where she is now. Wow. But uh, she probably moved. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I still see her uh, stories on Instagram and everything like that. And it was that where I was like scrolling through Instagram. I was like, oh, Dia, wonder what she's up to. Wait, she was in a band. <laughs> Absent. Oh, I should go back and listen to them. I haven't listened to them in years. And, yep, I was like, yeah, you know what? I, I got to <laughs> gotta talk about this band. It was fucking great. Uh, so, yeah, thank you guys for doing what you did. You were technically a... They were officially a three-piece, even though they had a drummer, but he was always a fill-in. <laughs> yeah, never officially a four-piece, but they did a lot within their short time span. And I commend them for that. So, Martin Hunter Dia, I'm fucking, uh, yeah, my props go out to you guys. You did a great thing here, folks. And I hope you're still doing great wherever you are. And also, Dia, thank you for letting me uh, and my best friend uh, crash on your fucking floor when we went to Boise. Nice. <laughs> yeah. But maybe that's where she's living now is Idaho. I don't know. I don't keep up with a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> they go in, go out. That's just sort of how it goes. But, yep. Hopefully, when they come in, they leave you with something. Uh, they leave you with something to remember them by. Right. This is the one. <laughs> well, I've got a band that they, they share their music, but it was a little bit older release, I suppose. I mean, a little over a year. The band is Enoch Unuck, I think. E N O C K E U N U C K. I looked it up to see if it was in Swedish, as the band's from Helsingborg in Sweden, and it didn't have a Swedish translation. Or, and it came back as English anyway, but it didn't have a Swedish translation. So I don't know if that means something. It's speaking in curly. Nuck, nuck. <laughs> <laughs> that is probably it. Or maybe they're just trying to spell eunuch, but they misspelled it twice. They could be. They could be. Enoch, eunuch, or eunuch. I don't know. Eunuch, eunuch. <laughs> <laughs> the music's cool, though. Uh, the band, they sent an email over on December 11th, so thank you to the band for reaching out. Uh, the band's sound has roots in the punk movement of the 70s and 80s. Already calling my name. I love that sound. Uh, they released, and it's called En Fascistic Forvlangtning, I think. So a translation from Swedish is a fascist administration. And that's the track we're going to listen to in a moment. So just keep in mind that is what... If you don't speak Swedish and don't know what they'll be saying, well, that's what they're singing about. Uh, if you want, you can check them out on their Bandcamp page. They even have a Reverb Nation page. A lot of their stuff they have just listed as free download. So besides the fact that if you like this, you can just go check it out and listen to it. You can download it all. They're, they're just saying, come check out our shit. That release came out on October 21st of 2022. So let's get to that title track now. Here is the band Enoch Yunak. Yeah. <laughs> 
even though I might not be able to pronounce the band's name correctly, I at least spelled it for you so you know what to look up. But or even know what it really, really means. <laughs> that, too. Uh, I like the band's sound. They got a great sound. Go check them out. Like I said, there's a lot more tracks, and they're offering them up to you. You just got to go check them out. And it's on their Bandcamp and on the Reverb Nation. And you can just go to their Bandcamp, look up the Bandcamp under the name I spelled for you, and that'll direct you to the Reverb Nation if you happen to want to yep. check it out there. Enoch. I knock. You knock. <laughs> I knock. No, you knock. <laughs> Enoch, Enoch, who the fuck's there? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to head from Sweden to a band in Bloomington, Indiana. Uh, I was looking up a band called Automatics for a specific Christmas track I was going to play for Punk and Roy Worldwide. Came across the compilation that the track happened to be on. That compilation is called Xmas Snerts, S-N-E-R-T-Z, Xmas Snerts. Have a great, or sorry, have a very Gulcher Christmas, as it is a compilation put out by Gulcher Records. So, uh, there's a lot of Christmas tracks, uh, mostly bands I had never heard of. I saw the song title of this one called Happy Hardcore New Year, and I thought, <laughs> I've got to check this one out. <laughs> <laughs> and so I did, and as we are post-Christmas Day, but coming up on the new year, I thought a couple New Year's tracks would be good on this episode, which I will finish the episode with one as well. Yeah, and there's really not that very many New Year's-based songs. Right. You know, it's, uh, I don't know, like uh, making plans to do things better or something to that effect, but there's not really a lot of tracks that are specific to that. So yeah. I wonder if there's a song called New Year's Resolution that says, yeah, New Year's Resolution that only lasts for two months. <laughs> In some cases, like a month. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on how dedicated they are. Uh, again, the band is called The Walking Ruins. They're from Bloomington, Indiana. They were active as a band from 1987 to 1996. This particular track, or, or compilation rather, came out December 8th of 2003, so 20-plus years ago at this point. And we're going to play the track, Happy Hardcore New Year, brought to us by The Walking Ruins. Then we're going to talk about some live shows, so here we go.
Yeah, I want a beer, but don't drink and drive. <laughs> it's, a, it's champagne you drink on New Year's Day. <laughs> Come on. Well, happy hardcore New Year and happy upcoming New Year to all of yous out there. So I hope you have a great holiday season. I think the New Year kind of wraps up the holiday season, as it were. That's what we're heading into. We are going to talk about, uh, Eric's got a couple live shows, as he told you last episode, that he's going to talk about. We'll mention a few live shows, and then we'll get back to the music. So, Eric, Mm. what else did you see? Mm, Yes, indeed. What else did I see? Well... (laughs) I went to Suffocator's official CD release show. Okay, it wasn't a CD. It was a tape. But it was for their <laughs> album, Deadlights. And I'm going to be talking about that album in due course. But yeah, there was a whole, uh, there was a whole show based around that. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I had a fucking great time as that show. I drunk myself stupid. So <laughs> it, was, it was fine. I was fine. Most of the time I was playing pinball, <laughs> but I was uh, in between. I was watching the bands. I watched Fight the Future. They're they're always great to see live. I like those guys a lot. And also seeing uh, Swarmer and Harvest of Ash in between times where I was hitting the flippers on the machine trying to hit that s- stupid metal ball. When you keep going down the middle, you keep going down the middle. Fuck you. And, <laughs> I hate and, when it does that. Yeah, God, I hate it, but I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, it was a it was a great show. I was having a I was having a lot of fun. I was swinging back a lot of uh, beers, a lot of shots, and my friend had to drive me home. <laughs> <laughs> well, she drove she didn't drive me home. She drove me back to her place, and I was like, okay, that's that's fine. I'll just sleep at your house, and and I did. And I woke up to her uh, uh, to her most recently uh, most recent ex boyfriend knocking on the door, and I was. <laughs> And I was sitting on the pot. <laughs> nice. I was like, oh, that's a great wake-up call. So she went and uh, handled that whole fucking uh, situation. And I'm just like, I'm just trying to nurse a hangover, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah, the aftermath was a little stupid. But the show itself was fucking great. And I'm really stoked about Suffocator and their new album. I was uh, talking it up with uh, both, their, uh, both Josh and their uh, bassist. I'm sorry. Your name, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, but me and him, we were talking a great deal on like, uh, on like some cool bands, some heavy bands, and uh, uh, we had our usual, we had our round of uh, shit talking to Phil uh, Anselmo. <laughs> we're just like, oh, dude, yeah, sure, you were talking about the white wine, you dumbass. <laughs> yeah, we were having a good time with that. Nice. Uh, but then, no less than a day later, in fact, so it, Actually, it was exactly a day later. I went to go see the fucking Kings of Thrash Exodus. And my friends were opening up for them. Sacrilegion played first. And what's stupid is how the how Live Nation runs their fucking uh, shows. is like, doors are at 7. And that's exactly when the first band is playing as well. It's like, people are still in line trying to get the fuck in while the band is playing. Yeah, if you're told when the doors open, you're not showing up really early so you can get there right when the doors open so you can see the first band play. I know. Should be at least a 30-minute difference, right? Yeah. I mean, thankfully, I was there early enough because, well, one thing, I had to show up early because Trent, the singer of Villain, got me in for free with a plus one. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, and it brought my very Way to be good- Trent. What? 
I said, way to be, Trent. Yeah, way to be, Trent. Fucking, <laughs> I fucking love that man. But we'll talk to, talk about him in just a few minutes. Uh, yeah, and I brought my friend uh, Nathan along, and he wasn't really planning on going uh, because he had no money. And I was like, Nathan, are you going to see Exodus? Uh, I was planning on it, but I don't have enough cash. I have a plus one for that show. You're fucking coming with me. Nice. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, dude. He was, like, beside himself. He's like, okay, I'm meeting with a friend right now, but I'm going to have to cut this meeting short, and I'll meet you over there. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, he did. He showed up right before Exodus uh, came on. So he missed all the openers, but uh, it's it's okay. (laughs) I can forgive him. (laughs) Right. Uh, so anyway, Sacrilegion, yeah, they were in the pocket. They did. They were great as a as the fucking first act of the show. You know they're you know they're playing to like maybe uh, uh, thirty people in uh, in the depot, which is a pretty big room. Uh, but they were still having fun. You could tell. It's like you're you're opening up for Exodus. You better have a damn smile <laughs> on your fucking face, bud. Right? Yeah, and smile they did. They were having a great time. Uh, although I have seen them play uh, more lively shows. I will say that. Okay. <laughs> I will say that. Love you guys. You did great. And it's just awesome. And I even told Connor after the show, I was like, when I saw you guys were open up for Exodus, I was like, oh, that's so great, Connor. I'm so happy. Your <laughs> band is open up for Exodus. Meanwhile, mine is on hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> And we were we were having a go at that. He knew it was poking fun. He was also pretty drunk. But <clears throat> so yeah, that was Sacrilegion. The next band that played was Truce in Blood. Now these guys are the oldest fucking metal band in Salt Lake that is still apparently playing shows. These guys have been around since 1984. Wow. Yeah. And the last time I saw them was in 2012 when they opened up for DRI. That's awesome. That was my first time seeing Truce and my first time seeing DRI, but... I suck more with DRI. Truce, eh, they're, they're okay. <laughs> they're okay. It's just like, uh, it's thrash, but it's really, it's really not that exciting to me. It's like, yeah, you're, do, you're hitting all the thrash basics, but why should I bother listening to you when it's done better by this other band over here? Really not bringing much uh, anything new to it. Maybe back in the day it was, but eh, I don't know. Maybe that's a little harsh, but... You know, I just went and uh, I just went up to the uh, upstairs bar, dropped fifteen dollars on a uh, margarita that they or a cocktail, I guess that was that was dubbed the Toxic Waltz. <laughs> <laughs> I fell victim to advertising because that cocktail it was all right, <laughs> but for fifteen dollars, it tasted like Sunny D and tequila. Those are the types of drinks that you mix when you're in your uh, parents' basement at age 16 after you raided the liquor cabinet. <laughs> and you could drink, you could, come, <laughs> you could get a bottle for a lot less. <laughs> Two bottles, one of tequila, one of Sunny D. You could get that easily for like 15 bucks and it would make multiple drinks. They definitely make their money. <sighs> yep. So. Uh, but whatever, I wasn't planning on drinking that much that night, and I didn't because, again, I was still <laughs> recovering from the night prior, <laughs> my little excursion at Suffocator. <coughs> nice. <coughs> anyway, uh, the band that I was there mainly to see was Villain. Okay, no, I was there to see Exodus, but Villain was a, 
that was 50% of the reason I was there. <laughs> uh, sorry, sacrilege. That was <laughs> not a slight on you. It's just, you know where I'm getting at. Villain is one of my favorite fucking bands. They're definitely my favorite local hardcore band. And just the fact that Trent, sh Trent showed up and uh, gave, me a, gave me free entry, put me on the list with a plus one, it's just like, I, I cannot say I love you enough. You and your band, you're just, you're all fucking great people. I love them. We loved having them on the show. Oh, yeah. They were, they were a lot of fun to talk to. They were. They're funny. They're some funny folks. Anyway, they're set. Their show. It was fucking great. Played some, uh, yeah, they played some uh, oldies and they played some newbies, and I was having a blast the whole time. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, they had such uh, individuals who were, uh, there were like four or five who were, yeah, probably a few drinks in, and they were the loudest, and they were the ones that were crowd surfing the most <laughs> during their set. <laughs> Actually, they were the first crowd surfers. Well, maybe not the first, because I wasn't paying much attention to the uh, truce set. So maybe there was some crowd surfers there, but they were the first ones I noticed. How did I notice? I was up front, and I kept having to stick my hands up. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But still, it didn't put a damper on anything. They were just having fun, weren't being dicks. Good. Obnoxious, maybe, but not yeah. dicks. <laughs> uh, so yeah, villain fucking killed it. Then on to the main event. How the fuck was Exodus? How the fuck was Exodus? They were fucking awesome is what they were. Every time I've seen them, their shows have always just been a blast. And man... I just got to I just got to say this is probably the most to fun I had the most fun Exodus show I had attended seconded only to the time where they played the Metro back in 2017 where Villain was also opening up for them. Nice. And what's interesting about that show, this is a weird correlation. That show they played my favorite fucking song by them which is Fabulous Disaster. And the next two times I saw them they didn't play that one. But tonight I remember Zetro, he was like, all right, we're going to bring it back to the year 89. This is the title track off the album that was released that year. Fabulous disaster. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, I am going to die. I am going to die. And then I just <laughs> go waltzing around in that fucking circle pit. And then as soon as, uh, as soon as the first verse is over, I just fucking climb my way to the front. I am like two rows back. I can see Zetro right in the fucking face and I am just screaming the fucking lyrics in the chorus with him. If forever laughter, you can hear the laughter world's being blasted by an evil bastard. I was just rolling it off and he was locking eyes with me and he's like, yeah, you know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great moment. Great moment of that time in that show. And of course, right after they fucking play A Lesson in Violence, I'm like, oh, Jesus, we're just going to keep going. <laughs> yeah, listen to violence. And then during uh, Bonded by Blood, I just uh, got my friend Haley, who's like half of my size. Uh, this is the same chick who I gave a piggyback ride during uh, Death Clock when they played Thunder Horse. Nice. And she's like, you have to let me get on your back again. And they started playing Bonded by Blood. All right, get up. Yeah, you can easily just gallop to that fucking song. Nice. And yeah, then they close the set with a Strike of the Beast, because of course they do. And they always do that fucking Wall of Death. 
And yeah, I got myself in the damn middle of that. <laughs> I was just looking at everybody, giving them the glare, like, come at me, bitch. <laughs> of course, I wasn't the only one in the middle. Last time Exodus was here for the uh, Bay Area Strikes Back tour that they did last year with uh, Testament and Death Angel, I was the only one in the middle of that wall of death. And I'm looking at them like, I had a fucking brain injury. What's your excuse, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it was funny. Uh, but yeah, this show was just fucking cool, fucking awesome. And I kept uh, rolling back to my friend uh, Nathan, who I got in for free. And and we were just like grabbing each other's shoulders and just screaming the lyrics at each other's faces. We were just having a great fucking metal time. Uh, so yeah, that was, a, that was a great show. If I had to, if that was the show that I was going to, if that was the last show I was going to see this year, I would be satisfied. But alas, I am going to be seeing another show. <laughs> <laughs> and what show is that going to be? Well, by the time you're hearing this, I will have attended this one. But at the time of recording, I haven't yet. This show has not happened. So next episode that you're hearing, I will be talking about the show at Aces, where Endless Struggle, All Systems Fail, Yalto Miklan, and Filth Lords all played. I know that that's going to be fun because... Well, I love all four of those bands. Well, except for Yelto Mixlin. I admittedly have not heard them. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I will, uh, I will get back to you on that. <laughs> Definitely this Friday, I will, uh, I will know what they sound like. Awesome. Anyway, the show that I will be attending is on the 31st, and that is Midnight, Night Demon, and Visigoth at Aces High Saloon playing the New Year's Eve, New Year's Day celebration show. And... No use in uh, stating the prices right now. That bitch is sold out. <laughs> so if you want to go to that fucking show, well, get there early while the bar is still functioning as a bar and just don't leave. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's my plan because I forget to buy tickets. But anyway, <laughs> uh, if you are yeah, if you got your tickets, then uh, uh, show up there at 8 p.m. That's when it's starting. All three of those bands are going to fucking kick ass. Right. Anyway, rolling into the new year, on the 4th, the band... The band Bermuda, Snuff Tape, Zodiac Killer, and Honor Code are all going to be playing at Metro. And that's going to be $10, starts at 7 p.m. Those last three bands I know for a fact are Straight Edge, and they're all playing Metro, which is 21+. plus. Weird. Yeah, really strange how this kind of works. I don't know, maybe that was the only venue that was open at that time. But then again, I don't know of any other shows happening on the 4th. So maybe I should change that. <laughs> I'll plug them next time on the, yeah. I'll plug them next time if there are any. But that's all I got for shows that are uh, coming up. All right, a couple quick ones, and then we'll get back to music. Uh, on December 29th in York, PA, at Skid Row Garage, you can go see Pittsburgh's No Time, Boston's Cinderblock, No Heads, and The Slads from Philly. It's 12 bucks in advance. Uh, $15 day of the show, and it is a 7 p.m. show. Get there and see that. That No Time album is definitely going to be in my top 10 albums of the year. It's pretty awesome. It just barely came out, so you can see them play some of those new tracks. On December 31st, uh, New Year's Eve show at Lucky Liquor. I assume it's somewhere near Tacoma. I don't see the location, but uh, you can go see Wake of Humanity, who is from Tacoma, Kodak Courage, uh, Gone Wrong from Vermont, Rat Cage from Olympia, $10 before 8 p.m., $15 after 8 p.m. It's a 7 to 11 all-ages show. 
So get out there and check it out. You can also go follow at Wake Up Humanity 253 for more details on that. Then on January 12th, you can go see Doug and the Slugs performing in Tukwila, Washington. They'll be playing with Chiswick Commandos, Prola Terror, <laughs> Hoi Polloi Sound System, and that'll be at Lucky Liquor. So I guess there you go. It's at Tukwila, Washington. Both those shows I just mentioned, same place. I'm not sure how close Tukwila is to Tacoma, but uh, you can go see those bands playing that night. Uh, bounce back to January 5th in Toronto, and you, it'll be at Front Room, 6 to 8 p.m. Friday, January 5th, you can go see Finney McConnell of the Mahones performing songs of Shane McGowan with Clayton Yates and Michael O'Grady. So uh, you can go check that one out. A couple episodes back, Eric was playing some Shane McGowan as well, doing his own tribute. Yep, for two episodes in a row. <laughs> yep. Uh, then you can go see Reagan Youth, and Reagan Youth will be playing at Amityville Music Hall in Amityville, New York. They will be doing show, kicking off 24 or 2024 on January 6th. They'll be playing with RBNX, The Stress, Deadly Skies. It's a 7 p.m., I assume, start, or maybe it's doors. 16 and older, 12 bucks. Urban Waste, it looks like it might be playing that show as well. Yep, Urban Waste is as well. So uh, go check that one out on January 6th. Then Liberty and Justice are going to be doing an East Coast weekend, winter weekender on November, er, November, January 11th uh, in New Jersey, Lake Como, New Jersey at Salty's Beach Bar, and January 12th in Brooklyn at the Meadows. So go check out Houston's Liberty and Justice. Uh, the last one I will mention for this upcoming show is the band Crim. They will be doing a tour starting on January 12th. Uh, they'll be in El Torin, I think, uh, or Olat. Yeah, there we go. Olat is the name of the place at Sala El Torin. And on January 13th, Granol Granolers at Sala Now B1. I'm, I'm sure I'm fucking all those up. But uh, go check out the band Crim Punk Rock on Instagram. You can get more details. They have more tour dates in later January and February and even into March listed there. Uh, a lot of great shows that they're going to be playing coming up. Eric, that's all I got. You got a great cover-to-cover -cover album, don't you? Yes, I do. If you remember, I was kind of alluding to this in the beginning with, uh, you know, Suffocator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I talk a lot about Suffocator on this show, particularly this episode, but, you know, they're my, they're my friends in there, and... I think their band fucking kicks ass. So, yeah, I'm going to keep plugging them so long as they, you know, keep releasing uh, good material. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, uh, just kind of how it works, isn't it? Yep. So, yeah, if you remember, I was talking about uh, uh, Suffocator back in uh, episode 379. And uh, just to sort of... Uh, yeah, just to sort of 279? Because I think we're only uh, at... Three, 379, I meant. Two. Yeah, 279. Yes. Yeah, 279. Man. We got a little ways to go for here. Yeah, a little, a little ways. <laughs> I, just had a, I just had the wrong numeral right here. There you Fucking go. Fucking weird. Okay, yeah. 279. 
Yeah, mix of sludge metal and hardcore adjacent to like power violence and crust punk. It's a black metal, death metal, and they write songs about serial killers and other subjects. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, with their new album, Deadlights, they are branching out into new territory, have more of an emphasis on melody and uh, making the songs a bit more atmospheric where it's uh, taking slower and ambient sounds. And But they prove that they still have uh, some, you know, oomph to their fucking music, you know? It's like, we're not forgetting. We're like a hardcore punk band of sorts. <laughs> and, and, yeah, I also talked about how there is not one song on here that really uh, uh, captures the essence of the, in, of the album as a whole. It's not a singles record. It has to be listened to in its entirety. And, and yeah, it was sort of hard to choose a, a, a single song back then because I was just plugging it as, like, a new track. But now, talking about it, as an album. So now we have more songs aside from the one that I chose last time, which was Embitter. Embitter. And I chose that simply because it was just the heaviest. <laughs> so now, what did I what did I choose this time? Well, I chose my personal favorite song on this record, Glow. And yeah, it's, I don't think it's the best uh, representative, but Maybe it's just to appeal to my inner hardcore kid, I guess, but because it sticks more to its hardcore rudiments, some bludgeoning riffs broken apart by intonated leads, and it stays on that track for two and a half minutes, giving us a breakdown in the end while Josh's growls uh, fucking see us out. So yeah, it's, it's a simple explanation for an otherwise pretty simple song. Here is Glow, one of the latest from Suffocator.
Yep, sometimes they can keep it that simple. <laughs> that simple. Uh, so yeah, they have a few uh, a different. They have a few different twists and turns to reiterate what I said about it in the episode two seventy nine. Yep. <laughs> yeah, two seventy nine. I don't even think that's the right episode. It's, it's it seems too far back. I don't know. I'm going to find it for you while you're talking about your next song. Yes, I've, you do that. <laughs> it's episode 339. 339. How in the fuck did I get 379 from that? I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Deadlights, or off of Deadlights, rather, you played in Bitter, yes, on yeah. 339. 339. Jesus. All right. I must have been really going through the mill that week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like I said, there was no one song that encapsulates the album. There are, like, yeah, they have, like, the uh, sort of uh, these instrumental ambient trances, which is, like, uh, the song Apocalypse. And then you have uh, uh, the song Gravity, which has the same, that same ambient trance with uh, Josh just fucking screaming over it. <laughs> and... And then you have songs like "Glow" and "Embitter," and uh, and then the one, the one that I chose for this one, "Delusions." It's got a lot of, much like its uh, counterparts, throws down some excruciating riffs. Uh, this one specifically has some heavy palm muted downstroking. It's enough to grit your teeth to and just form a disparaging glare. Nice. You know what I'm talking about? Just <clears throat> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Okay, out of context, that would have sounded uh, <clears throat> questionable. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, then the last third just draws out the ending with these uh, bass lines carrying the journey of the music while the guitar just plucks away with melodies that seem like they're lost in no man's land. <laughs> it's just uh, yeah, it's just so dreary. And, and I'm loving it. It's really befitting of this whole of this whole album and just suffocator as a as a band, I like to say. So so yeah, again, we already played uh this will be the third song that you hear off of Deadlights. That's a third of the album. It's not that long, but dense. It's dense. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, here is delusions. I got bugs crawling all over my body. It gets worse.
It's quite a bit to digest. It is. <laughs> now, if only I knew what the fuck Josh was saying. <laughs> well, maybe that'll all change when I uh, bring him on to be interviewed. Right. Because I'm intent on that happening, Josh. <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We got a, we got a few more to get through. And right. yeah, maybe, maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, uh, but yeah, Suffocator, you guys are fucking uh, killing it with this one. This was definitely uh, not what I was expecting as a follow-up to uh, Rotting Existence. Rotting Existence was great. It was still on that still uh, uh, sort of a crust punk mold. Um, but this one, yeah, like I said, you guys are branching out and spreading your wings to find what else in the world is so disgraceful and depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, get the bird's eye view of everything. You see a lot of shit for miles and miles. <laughs> and they're going to write about it. So thank you, thank you, Suffocator, for creating Deadlights, one of my favorite albums this year. So expect to see, expect to see that on the list yet again. <laughs> we'll be talking about it yet again, but at least more time will pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, in lieu of an album, I, as I've stated, uh, I've got a lot of stuff that's getting shared with this, so I'm going to take this opportunity to get more of those tracks on. Uh, the first of those bands is a band we've played uh, a few times previous, Longshot Odds from Columbia and South Carolina. They started this band in 2015. This track, Torn, Tattered, and Screwed, is released as a single. Originally was released in 2018, but now... Uh, December 19th of 2019, they are sorry, 2023, December 19th of 2023, they have released a re-recorded version of it. I want to thank Patrick for reaching out uh, a little over a week ago to share it with us. It was on the 11th, so thank you, Patrick. We are going to play that track now. Here's the re-recorded version of Torn, Tattered, and Screwed. It's Longshot Odds. <laughs> Easy to do 
tattered and screwed. Is that a song about nursing a hangover? <laughs> it could very well have been. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Long shot odds. You could definitely go check out the original. You can do some comparing and contrasting of your own. Go support the band. Uh, great band from Columbia, South Carolina. And from there, we're going to head to Exeter in the UK for the band Disgraceland. Uh, great name there. <laughs> they uh -huh. just released on December 11th. Uh, new release as well, just like the last one. December 11th, they released Tweed, which is an EP. I believe there was five tracks on that one. Uh, received an email from Ollie on the 18th, so thank you to Ollie. Uh, the band is a UK-based punk rock and roll band in the vein of Motorhead, Dead Kennedy, Stooges, The Damned, The Bronx, The Hives, Butthole Surfers, etc. Give you an idea of what's coming. Thank you, Ollie. We are going to check out a track from Tweed. It's called Do Better. Here we go with Disgraceland.
Do better, man. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on there. <laughs> there was. That's Disgraceland from Exeter in the UK. Uh, you know, they do have some elements of some of those bands I was describing, but you would want to go listen to the rest of Tweed to kind of gather up uh, all of those elements. Yeah, this one I was feeling more of the, the damned and the hives and uh, a little bit of uh, Dead Kennedys with just sort of the way he was uh, structuring his vocals. Sure. So, yeah, def uh, definitely a lot going on. It sounded great, though. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, go check them out. Thank you again to Ollie, Disgraceland. The EP's called Tweed. Just came out a couple weeks ago on the 11th. Uh, Do Better was that track. Uh, I'm going to play a couple tracks here back-to-back -back from the next band, and then we're going to wrap up the show as we do. The next band is No Comply from York and PA, and I was just talking about during the live shows, uh, the band No Time will be playing in York, PA, where this band No Comply is from. No Comply released the album Life Sucks, Go Skate, November, or not November, October 13th of 2023. At one point, that was a, a motto, right, Eric? Life Sucks, Go Skate? Um, never heard Life Sucks, Go Skate. No, I mean for just you, for just, uh, just, just about the going and skating in general. Okay, yeah, well, the essence of that, uh, yeah. <laughs> of that quote is was definitely a motto by which I lived. It was like, it was more like, yeah, let's skate. Right? Yeah, let's go skate. Fuck it, dude, let's go skate. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a soundtrack or an addition to the soundtrack to go skate by. Uh, the band is a punk crossover thrash band. I want to thank Jay, who on December 17th sent this our way. Uh, cool band here out of York, No Comply. Again, uh, it's been what, a little over two months, about two and a half months for Life Sucks Go Skate. We are going to play two, and like I said, I'm going to play them back to back. They are a little shorter. The first track here, Millions of Dead Rednecks, is <laughs> one minute long. First, uh, first, they have a name that's, uh, well, it's a skate move, but Bouncing Souls has a song called No Comply, and now they're doing uh, not even an MDC, MDR. <laughs> Uh, the second song, Board Meeting, which it definitely has uh, some theme to it. You'll see that or hear that here in a moment. That one is going to clock in at 121. So I'm going to play them back to back. We'll see what you think. Here goes with No Comply and Millions of Dead Rednecks.
Eric, have you ever had a board meeting? <laughs> uh, plenty, actually. <laughs> it was when we go into the skate shop and discuss what deck do we need to get now. Nice. Do we need to get the cruiser ones, or do we need to get the uh, standard issue? What trucks do we need? Uh, what's the width? Do we want a 8.5, or should we uh, go up to an 8.7? Yeah. Uh, what about those bearings? Yeah, can never go wrong with reds. All right, but what about bones? Yeah, bones, they make for some decent wheels. <laughs> yeah. And grip tape. Mob, man. Mob, just keep going with the mob. All right. <laughs> That's typically what a board meeting is. <laughs> nice. This is the album artwork I'm showing Eric right now. You'll have to go look it up on your own. But Life Sucks, Go Skate from No Comply. Uh, great, cool stuff coming at us from York, PA. Yep. That's what it is. Pen Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, Pennsylvania. Uh, great stuff. Uh, I like it. It's No Comply. Yeah, from York Pro Audio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've reached that time of the show. It's time to wrap it up. Thank you to all the bands who have shared their music with us thus far. We are going to wrap up the show with what, Eric? With three inches of blood. <laughs> you know, you know that the uh, that the length of a knife can keeping a knife. On your person, it is considered illegal if it goes beyond the length of three inches. Okay. Because three inches is the amount of length that you would need to stab somebody and hit any vital organs. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> well, I will say that it depends on the body mass of the individual because there's some people with some extra large body mass. It might take a lot more than three inches to penetrate and get to those vital organs yeah <laughs> well i mean if you stab a fat fuck in the uh, gut then he'll just bleed out <laughs> there you go <laughs> uh, yeah but typically speaking i mean they're a lot healthier up in canada i presume right <laughs> so yeah three inches of blood if you're in the know with uh, metal you probably know why i am plugging this band but We'll get to that in just a second. For those of you that don't know, Three Inches of Blood is a metal band fashioning the best of power metal and thrash with soaring clean vocals and beautifully constructed melodic guitar scales dubbed over aggressive and rabid riffs and vicious growls. They actually needed two singers to handle both ends with Cam Pipes on cleans and Jamie Hooper on screams and growls. Anyway, they're from uh, British Columbia, uh, Vancouver specifically, and they've been together since, uh, well, they were together from 1999 up to uh, 2015. First album was Battle Cry Under a Winter Sun, garnered them some ample underground success, but it still it wasn't until 2004 where after some distinct lineup changes and signing to Roadrunner Records, they achieved national success. Wow. That success came in the form of their second album, Advance and Vanquish. More, or more specific uh, title of the one with Deadly Sinners on it. <laughs> yeah, Deadly Sinners was their, their only single from this album. And the song was so damn popular that the demo, thanks to Roadrunner's advertising blitz, made it onto numerous promo CDs and compilations, as well as video game soundtracks. One of which was Tony Hawk Underground 2, which is where I first heard it. Nice. Yep. 
And it, so yeah, the demo track, it was great. Although compared to the, uh, uh, compared to the fucking actual professional release, <laughs> it uh, lacked a guitar solo. It had a rougher take on vocals and an extended ending. Um, it's still an awesome song. It, it has snarling riffs, rabbit solos, exciting rhythms, and a catchy as fuck chorus. So, so yeah, it's fucking Deadly Sinners. It's the one everyone knows by Three Inches of Blood. Anytime that song comes on at Aces, everyone stops what they're doing and they are all singing it. So, I only hope that you guys can do the same. Deadly Sinners in your sight.
<laughs> God damn. The only thing that I wish they kept from the uh, demo track is that elongated ending. Right after that, <clears throat> there's a nice little pause, and then it just clashes into fucking oblivion, just like, yeah! <laughs> and then just this little, Jedi, Jedi's, oh! And that's how it ends. <laughs> that's my one gripe with it. Everything else is fucking amazing. It's metal at its finest. <laughs> anyway, so, so yeah. Three Inches of Blood, after that, they championed on touring the world and releasing three more albums over the next 10 years. Then in 2015, they disbanded. The reasons are unclear as the band cited them as personal in their online statement. And they played their final show at the Commodore Ballroom in Vancouver that year and was thought to be the end. Until now, <laughs> they announced a reunion earlier this year, playing a sh announcing to play a show next February at the same venue once they played their final show. Nice. So yeah, going back to the Commodore. Um, it was intended to be a one-off show, but the popularity and demand for them gradually escalated to where one show became three, two of which are now sold out. The third one, it's going to be sold out. Come on. <laughs> Yep, and on top of that, they announced that this album, Advance and Vanquish, will be getting its first ever vinyl release. It's possibly that it's as a celebration for its 10-year anniversary, because coming out in 2024, 2004, I mean 20-year anniversary. Jesus, I am off with the numbers this week. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, 20th anniversary of Advance and Vanquish, and it's finally getting its uh, premiere vinyl release. Because 2004, no one gave a shit about vinyl at that time. <laughs> no one cared. So, But now, things are coming back around. And I hope that this reunion show becomes a reunion tour. I am got all my fingers and toes crossed. <laughs> it's not that I haven't seen Three Inches. I've only, I have seen them. I saw Three Inches of Blood once. They were opening up for Municipal Waste on their Fatal Feast tour back in 2012. And... I didn't think that that was going to be the last time I saw them. <laughs> Shit. And it was after, um, uh, uh, God, what's, uh, what's his damn name? Uh, uh, Jamie Hooper. Fuck. Okay. It was after Jamie Hooper left, so it was just, uh, yeah, it was just pipes. Okay. <laughs> pipes on vocals. Give that a shot. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I didn't really feel like I got the full effect. I don't know if they reunited with uh, Jamie on uh, the growling parts of the vocals, but who knows? I mean, they're notoriously tight-lipped. It's kind of <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, I'm fucking, I'm fucking soaked. The three inches is back. I hope they are back for a, a little longer than a few nights. <laughs> all right. So, so yeah, my celebration is over. I've. I drank all the beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to wrap up the final show of 2023 with a holiday theme track. Plenty of bands have done it, but uh, the band, the Dolly Roths, they're a pop punk band, so I guess it's really still punk, but uh, a little less punk than the rest of the episode, I suppose. The Dolly Roths are based out of Los Angeles, California, and they work with Earshot Media. Mike at Earshot Media sent this over to me. I was like, all right, we'll play this one for Auld Lang Syne. It's that New Year's track that has been covered by so many, and it's just uh, synonymous with the new year. 
they originally, the band The Dolly Rots, released that on December 8th of 2014 on a very Dolly Rots Christmas. So if you want to go check out some Christmas tracks The Dolly Rots did, you can go do so there. We are going to play that track now from the band Auld Lang Syne. Again, several bands. I came across several other bands that we could have done it with. But I thought, you know what? We'll wrap it up. End of the year. Here we go with Dolly Rots. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot and the days of old Lang Syne? ended it on that note happy new year <laughs> yeah we kind of could but now we still got to plug some bands uh socials and whatnot yep that brings us to the end of the show that was dolly roth's old lang sign there's probably plenty of other bands doing it in many other ways very punk ways that was a very pop punk way as they are a pop punk band but that was the dolly roth's yeah more fitting a more fitting way to end a holiday themed episode than Last week's episode? <laughs> the only one for Christmas is for you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Indeed. 
Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music Player, FM, Podvine, Podchaser, Verbal, and slcpunkcast.com. The bands are found on Instagram at territories underscore band, at media slaves band, at worker and parasite bureau, at absent underscore hc, at Enoch Eunuch. <laughs> all one word. E N O. You knock. We all knock. Right. It's all one word. It's just the way I spell it. E N O C K E U N U C K. Then it's at Suffocator S L C, at Longshot Odds, at Disgraceland Punk, at No Comply P A, at 3 I O B, at The Dolly Rots, the shows at S L C Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? Nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> You're right here. I'm not on the I'm not gonna be on this planet in 2024. <laughs> uh, but if you want to You're wanna, going to Mars. Oh yeah. With the rest <laughs> of the rich. Uh, but if you want to uh, keep up with uh, my socials, I'm on Instagram at scary uncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. Uh, my bands can be found on an in, an, an, an Instagram at anonymous <laughs> underscore band official and at theapathetics.slc. You can find us both on Facebook at anonymous SLC and at theapathetics. Listen to our shit on Bandcamp at anonymous SLC and at theapathetics.bandcamp.com. My other podcast, Lead Melodies, can be found on Instagram at Lead Melodies underscore podcast and on Facebook at lead.melodies.podcast.slc. Stream the episodes on anchor.fm and follow the SLC Hardcore page on Facebook at SLC Hardcore. Flyers, merch, Music, dildos, okay, not dildos, but <laughs> all the all the uh, other little nuances in uh, Salt Lake that are happening in the hardcore scene will be plugged there. Excellent. The bands are found on Facebook at Territories.PunkBand and Media Slaves Band at Worker and Parasite Bureau at Absent HC at Suffocator SLC at Longshot Odds at Disgraceland Punk at No Comply PA at three inches of blood, and that's three spelled out on their Instagram. It was the number three IOB. At the Dolly Rots, at SLC Punkcast. Thank you once again for everybody that is listening all the way up to this point. Thank you to everybody who shared all their music and continues to do so, and we will continue to get to it. Thank you to all who listen and have throughout the year and we wish you a great new year thank you for joining us for this one thank you for joining us for the end of the year and we look forward to joining you for another one of these at the beginning of the next year exactly 52 more episodes down and 52 more to go yes we are vastly approaching the number 500 for uh episodes of slc punkcast and we will even though it'll be like episode 385 or 90 or some shit like that uh, we will definitely make some sort of a deal about it because 500 is pretty cool. Yeah, 500 miles and then 500 episodes, and I will release 500 more. Just we will to probably have to play that one. Cast that based a thousand episodes to you. We will either play that one, or Eric's going to have a new rendition of that song just the way he was doing it, and we will play it on that episode. He's got time. Yeah, I'm probably, <laughs> yeah, I got time, but I'll probably have to do that. That'd be fucking hilarious. That would be. You should. We have a recording studio here. You could record it. Well, I'll be damned. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Thank you, everybody. Eric, any final thoughts for the end of the year? Well, for the end of the year, yeah, this is a time where, you know, we get reflective on the, uh, on the, 
the positives and negatives that we had uh, acclimated the last year. And we just hope to think that uh, positives outweigh the fucking negatives. Right. Uh, but yeah, then we, uh, and yeah, then we come up with our little uh, New Year's resolutions and shit like that. I'm not one for such a blanket statement like that. I think resolutions are uh, uh, something that should be held at a constant. You know, you're changing every day. And, you know, yeah, it's it's stupid to just reserve all of your all of the changes you want to make in your life for just one part of the year. And yeah, don't no. wait another day. Just get into it. Don't say next week, next week, uh, or next month on Monday. Just if you if there's a thing you want to do, yeah, go do it. Yeah, and part of my uh, I guess if you want to use the statement uh, resolution is already in practice because one of the things I learned this year is like uh, you know don't don't keep people's company that don't want to keep yours. Right. You know, just uh, after a while, the real ones are the, the real ones stick around. And it's not a, it's not a slight on anyone in, uh, in particular, but it's like your colors do start to show. <laughs> yeah. For better or worse, you know, some of the people are, some people are just not meant to be kept around. Sometimes you just don't click with them. Sometimes you're, they're better as acquaintances than they are friends. Sometimes they're better as friends than spouses or whoever, whatever type of ship you, you run with that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the point is only the real ones stick around. So again, just to put in layman's terms, as you go into the next year, take with, uh, you know, take with what you learned from uh, this previous year into the next year, and that's what I'm taking with me. Where the feeling of wanting is resonated with uh, someone else, I guess. So yeah, just uh, yeah, just be wary of the people you like to keep close to you. Play the fucking outro. Uh-huh.